I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak, where fake news comes to die. On Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want you to check out my website website at freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com, and that is spelled B-E-C-C-A-M-A-R-I.com. That is Freedom Speak with BeccaMarie.com. You can listen to playbacks of all my previous shows, access some great resources. And uh, if you want to email me with questions or comments, you can send that to BeccaMarieNM. That is B-E-C-C-A-M-A-R-I-N-M at gmail.com. I love questions and comments. You can make suggestions. And if you ask questions and they're a good question, I will definitely mention them on the next show and uh, we'll talk about them. So I wanted to do something here at the beginning of the show that I might actually start doing on a regular basis. I've been talking to a number of friends that have businesses that are struggling not because they don't have enough business, but they're struggling because they don't have enough workers. So I'm going to mention some of these businesses. I want to give them a shout out. And uh, some of these that I'll mention are sponsors. Some of them are not sponsors yet, but I'm working on them. I want to mention first Suzanne at Pet Foods Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. Uh, Her phone number there is 505-944-0101. And she needs workers. She needs people. If you love animals and uh, you want a fun atmosphere to work in, give her a call because she needs some workers. They, they, They wash cats and dogs there. They sell pet food. And she's just a really nice person to work for. So that's Suzanne at Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. And then I want to mention my friend Asa over at Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest. He is hiring pretty much all positions. He needs wait staff. He needs cooks. He needs bartenders. And one thing I can tell you, because this is a place that I go to often, at least probably once a week, it is a really, really great place to work for. And the staff there is wonderful. Asa and his, and his partner, um, oh, God, why can't I remember his name right now? Hey, it will come to me in a second. Uh, Brad. Anyway, great place to work for. They always get tons and tons of business. So if you're waiting tables there, you're going to make some good tips. I can tell you that. Their number there is 505-281-4227. And like I said, they're hiring all positions. I also want to mention my friend Joe down at Southwest Auto Recyclers. He is also one of my sponsors. He is in Albuquerque, and they do all types of general mechanics work down there, as well as it being a, a junkyard. So... They need mechanics. They need mechanics. So give him a call down there, 505-877-3331. And the last one I mention is my friend uh, Ron over at Woody's Paint and Body Shop in Albuquerque. He has tons and tons of business, but he needs people that can paint. He needs people that can do body work. And uh, it's a great. he's a great guy to work for. So his number there is 505 505- Two six 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 five eight eight. So anyway, that's the shout-outs I want to do for today. So I've been thinking a lot about cancel culture, and it's going to kind of be a kind of something that we're going to be talking about a lot throughout the show, and we've got a jam-packed show today, and I've got a couple of great guests, which I'll announce here shortly. 
So anyway, we find ourselves in a world today in which there are those that would rather cancel the opinions of others or even deny facts if it helps further a cause. Unfortunately, the radical left makes so much noise that many people don't realize that this group is actually the minority. This group has managed to hijack the entire Democrat Party, the mainstream media, and a lot of big corporations. The new term for this insanity is wokeism. If you speak out against the agenda of this group, you may be canceled from being heard on social media, prevented from speaking at an event, have your reputation slandered, or be publicly shamed. George Orwell stated that a reduced state of consciousness is favorable to political conformity. In other words, he was saying that because of the foolish and gullible nature of people means that they are unable to see through the deception of the terms, and in particular, political euphemisms. As an example, if you want to give the public a wrong impression of rich people, you might use words like fat cats or robber barons over and over again in your speech. While not everyone is susceptible to being manipulated and controlled through the use of language, just the fact that we now have a Joe Biden as a president shows the power of carefully constructed language. The greatest weapon employed by the left against Donald Trump was not about his policies employed while in office, but rather his constant comments via Twitter. His policies while in office were for the most part, good and made America strong. He was criticized by some that he did not exercise enough tact. Personally, I think it made him real, and I think many others would agree with me. With all of this in mind, I want to talk today about the woke culture. The word woke is a political euphemism meant to paint its users as open-minded, aware, intelligent, astute, and wise. The picture these people paint for themselves is one of being beyond reproach, incapable of being conned, fooled, beguiled, cheated, or defrauded. There are two classes of people within the woke civilization, and they are those at the top, that being the manipulators, and those who make up the majority of these people, and I will just call them the angry and unenlightened. The first thing we must establish is that being woke has nothing to do with being awake. In fact, it's just the opposite. If you look at the things these people promote, you can see that they are woke in a world of delusion. Those who make up the body of the movement are used to advance subjective insanities, while those at the top of this movement have more ominous purposes of using nonsense to incite discord for the purpose of political gain. As an example of delusion, I would say that anyone who thinks that a person should have to atone for the actions of others within their family or race are seriously close to being brain dead. Those who cannot look at the fact that socialism is non-viable because of human nature as evident by 100 million people murdered under this system, are doomed to go from fully asleep to dead themselves entirely. These are but just a few of the examples of nonsensical thinking. To better understand that the people on the front lines of the culture war, war are just zombie-like horde and are just an easily manipulated weapon, 
is by looking at the anger displayed by them. Arguments dominated by emotion show a lack of intelligence and are a significant characteristic in those who are easily manipulated. <clears throat> I would like to conclude with a quote I found by Steven Pinker from his book, Rationality, What It Is, Why It Seems Scarce, Why It Matters. Since no one can know everything and most people know almost nothing, Rationality consists of outsourcing knowledge to institutions that specialize in creating and sharing it, primarily academia, public and private research units, and the press. That trust is a precious resource which should not be squandered. Though confidence in science has remained steady for decades, confidence in universities is sinking. A major reason for the mistrust is the university's suffocating left-wing monoculture, with its punishment of students and professors who question dogmas on gender, race, culture, genetics, colonialism, and sexual identity and orientation. Universities have turned themselves into laughingstocks for their assaults on common sense as when a professor was recently suspended for mentioning the Chinese pause word, ni gay, because it, it reminded some students of the racial slur. On several occasions, correspondents have asked me why they should trust the scientific consensus on climate change, since it comes out of institutions that broke no or brook no dissent. That is why universities have a responsibility to secure the credibility of science and scholarship by committing themselves to viewpoint diversity, free inquiry, critical thinking, and active mindedness. So I think that all spelled it out pretty well about what we're seeing going on in the world today. And I want to introduce my two guests today. I've got uh, Michael Eustace for a encore trip today. Thank you again for having me back. It was such a great time last time that I, uh, I accepted your invite back. Exactly. And, you know, before we started the show, we were comparing this to, like, people that are... You were very hesitant to come on because you didn't think you would be maybe good at it or you were shy. I don't know what it was. All of the above. <laughs> but, you know, I've... I've had experiences with people that said that about karaoke, and I've been to, like, karaoke bars, and I've had people that they, they oh, well, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm too afraid to get up there. And when I finally coax them into doing that, it's like you can't shut them up after that. It's like they just become a karaoke maniac. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really addictive once you get into it, and you, you hear yourself on the radio for the first time. You know, I myself personally think I sound like a 12-year-old, but... Oh, I think you did a great job last week. Oh, totally. Thank you. thank you. So, the other person I have with me today is somebody that I have been talking to on social media for years now, and he's a big-time patriot, and he writes some really, really great articles, is John Block from the Pinyon Post. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and, uh, you know, I look forward to speaking with both of you about all these great topics, and, you know, I just appreciate what you're doing here because this conversation is so important. You can't hear this stuff 
on the mainstream media. You can hear it on Pinion Post, of course. Yes. But, uh, you know, thank you for making this a discussion because people really want that, especially with cancel culture and these cancel vultures, as I call them. <laughs> they're coming for us, and we're not totally. going to stop. We're just going to keep on going. So totally. thank you. Everybody. I mean, they'll cancel anybody that, that is, is saying anything that doesn't fit into their narrative. Not only that, they're just buying into the media. Anything that they're told on the news, anything they read on Facebook, Twitter, they just absorb it, and then that is their truth. Yeah. So it's time to just break that, break their bond, and yeah. tell them the real truth. Totally. So we've been talking about, and it's all over the news constantly, every single day. Every day it's Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. And I've been saying all along, I believe there is a lot more to this than what we're being shown. I think like anything else that's been going on, that especially over the past couple of years, is we are seeing and hearing what the media wants us to hear. And they're, they've got a certain agenda and they want to, they, they eliminate everything else that doesn't agree with that. So... Michael, you had some information because you know some people in that part of the world that we just kind of wanted to add to, you know, what people are hearing. It's like, you know, I, I was watching Newsmax this morning and they've been talking a lot about the situation in Ukraine and I, I was seeing where they were talking about how a, apparently a Russian missile hit a train station and uh, a lot of people died there as a result of that. So what do you got? Well, I have, a, I have a few friends that live in Russia. So, you know, they're letting me know that life is going on as normal there. They're, they're not having these, these huge protests against what's going on, and they kind of believe in, in the fight that they're doing. Now, what's happening versus what we're seeing is a big difference, though. So you, you need to start finding people in those areas of the world to be able to figure out what's going on there. Because if you rely on what you're being shown on the news, on Channel 13, Channel 7, any of those other channels that everybody watches or just absorbing things through social media, you're not going to know because all of that is hearsay. Really what we need to do is find people that are there with boots on ground. You know, in addition to that, I have a couple of friends, a captain and a gunnery sergeant that are retired and they're going over there in their own retrospect to fight the Russians because they believe that they're just committing such atrocities and genocide that they feel the need to go fight. But they haven't really researched what's going on. You know, among these two people, we've all been in that part of the world. We know people there and that's why they're going is because their family and friends are in danger so they want to go help. But they're just absorbing what they're being told from one side. So who's to say what's going on? Who's to say what's truth going on over there? Because on the other side, my friend Anton there, he is in the Russian military there. He's an ordnance officer. And he's letting me know they're passing out, you know, aid to people. So they're, they're giving food, they're giving medical supplies out to some of these Ukraines that, yes, they did bomb their city, but they're also at the same time trying to help them back. Well, doesn't the United States do the same thing a lot of time? Mm, isn't that a coincidence? Yeah, yeah, bomb the hell out of a place and completely level it and then come in with... Uh, oh, open arms. Saving we're the, the day. Savior, right? It's like, okay, we've, we've leveled everything. Now we're going to come in and help you rebuild it. Yeah, but yeah. it's wrong for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So you're hearing stories from... You're hearing uh, a story from a, a person in the Russian military... Yes. ...in which he is telling you that actually they are providing help to the Ukrainians. And then re not only that, they're getting resistance from kind of Ukraine, uh, 
what do I want to say, um, militias that are forming out there. They're uh -huh. not just Ukraine. They're people from all over Europe coming and posing as the Ukrainian army, yeah. pushing back against you know Russia, trying to help what they did. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Wow. Well, you know, I know some folks that live in like Siberia Ooh. and they say, you know, it's fine. You know, they're hardy people. Yeah. And what's happening right now, they don't see any of this catastrophe that's on the news. You know, it's such a genocide, such a horrible thing that's happening to the Russians and to the Ukrainians. And, you know, you see on I saw on Twitter the other day, there was a video of this uh, Russian supermodel <laughs> and she was like lighting a fire to a Chanel bag. Yeah. I guess Chanel has pulled out of the country. So, yeah, they're really just not very happy with what's happening right now, especially with all these people saying, oh, you know, we stand with Ukraine and putting it on their Facebook profiles. You know, you have to look that there's both sides in this. And really, if Russia wants to take over Ukraine, why would they completely annihilate all the people, all the infrastructure? Wouldn't they want them to open their arms and say, well, welcome to the new Russia? Yeah, you a know, new way of life. If that's what they wanted, why would you destroy the very place that you want to take over? It just doesn't make sense. Well, here's the other thing that doesn't make sense to me, is if Russia was hell-bent on just totally wiping out Ukraine. Don't you think that they could do that if they wanted to? It almost seems as though they're really, really holding back. I mean, to me, it's like Russia has a, a pretty par powerful military. And don't you think that they could go and just completely wipe out Ukraine in just a matter of a couple of days if they wanted to? Yet that's not what's happening. So th that's, that's the thing that has me asking questions. Yeah. There's a line there. They're pulling back to a certain level. And like you're saying, John, that they're not going to want to destroy the entire thing. They're trying to prove a point to take back what they believe is their territory. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, us just talking about this, oh, we must love Putin, right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh no. we just love Vladimir Putin or something. But the thing is, we're just looking at both sides. And that's the thing the media doesn't look at. They say, well, it's black and white. If you don't support Russia or you don't support Ukraine, you're on the wrong side of history. Yeah. And right now it's Ukraine. You know, oh, Ukraine is such a, a good country and God bless them for all their hard work. And, and, you know, they're fighting against this evil empire. But just look at the USSR. I mean, the old countries of the USSR are what they're trying to rebuild again. And yes, it's a communist society. So no one should be standing with Russia or with Ukraine. But just look at the, the big monument they have in Ukraine. And it's looking upon Kiev. And on that monument is a big hammer and a sickle. So the thing is, the media is covering for a communist regime, which has been so corrupt for decades. And just recently, they just elected Zelensky. Uh -huh. And he's claiming, oh, he's going to change everything. But these same players are still working. Yeah. You know, you see in, in the United States, you have the Pelosi's and you have the Romney's and you have the Schumer's and they have connections in Ukraine and they're making a lot of money. So, you know, it's still going on right here in the United States and they have a vested interest in supporting Ukraine in what they're doing to propagate this corruption. So I believe that this is so, you know, it's not black and white. It is extremely gray. And we just need to look at all the different sides because like your friend who's going to Russia to go fight. Yeah. You know, he's probably just watching CNN or whatever and says, oh, what a horrible thing that's happening. That's exactly Let me go. It. But there's so many people who don't have that other perspective to look at the other side of the coin and say, well, maybe everything isn't as black and white as we're talking about. So I just think we got to look at those facts. It's important. We do. We got to actually, we have to be the ones that tell people because yeah. they're going to look in black and white and that's it. So you have to show them the gray. 
You have yeah. to explain this to them. And if they don't believe you, you got to keep talking to them. <laughs> there you because go. Because it is the truth. And then you need to find the facts. You need to find videos, pictures of all this stuff and show them physically that this is what's happening. And exactly. it will change people. It'll change hearts. It will. Well, and, you know, my goal on, on this show, and it has been all along, is to get people to think, critically think, and like you said, look at all the information that's available out, out there, not just watching a single news channel every single day, and because in which they're literally just repeating most of the time the same. I, I mean, I'm seeing some of the same video footage playing on, on some of these news stations that I've seen playing for weeks over and over and over again. It's like, what? You don't have any new footage to oh, shoot? Oh, no. I mean, they all literally have the same script, too. You can take yeah. a news station from every single state and, and sync them up to saying almost verbatim the same lines. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, one there's a collage available on the internet, yeah. and I played it on my show one time, yeah. in which all of these news stations, different uh, networks, different, uh, different stations all using the same exact words. It's a danger to our democracy, I, right? I, I, yeah. 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 yeah, and I think, it, what is it? It was, I don't know, I'm not gonna say the name of the television station, but you know, it's just so interesting to see how the newswire works. Because right here in New Mexico, we have three major channels that are on television, and they get all their news, at least nationally, from ABC, CBS, and uh, NBC, and then right. I know Fox as well. So they get all this news from like the AP or whatever the newswire is, and they just repeat it verbatim. Yeah. So a lot of these times there has have been huge redactions where they have took out an entire side of a story, or they have to go later and say, well, we were wrong, I apologize. <laughs> just like look at the whole Hunter Biden laptop, right? I'm sure we'll get to that. Oh, and you know, I, right? I, I, was, watching, <laughs> I was watching this morning, I was watching Newsmax, and they've got their version of Juan Williams on Newsmax. Oh, it, it, this idiot, he comes on, and I don't care what you say, yeah. he's gonna figure out some way, no matter how far he's gotta reach, to spin it. Okay. So that it, 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 you know, like he's still denying, he's still saying that the Hunter laptop is Russian disinformation. <laughs> After everything that's out there, yeah. this fool. Like even the Washington Post yeah. and the New York Times wrote an article saying, we're sorry. And this is really hurting our business model as yeah. journalists with credibility. Yeah. So I just can't believe anyone can go on television and try to say, well, you know, it's still Russian information that's <laughs> like, disinformation. What? I'm like, okay, the New York Times just proved that it's real. Right. And we see all these new emails. I don't know if you've seen some of the new emails that just have come out with Russia and Hunter Biden and all the connections that he's been setting up meetings for his father, who now claims to be, in, you know, a presidential figure who is not, who stole the election, in my opinion. But 100% agree. But yeah, you see what's happening on that laptop. And oh my gosh, the photographs are horrifying. There is, you know, sexual impropriety there. And not to mention the corruption with the big guy getting his 10%. Right, the big yeah. guy. The big guy. Right. I, I heard, didn't somebody come out the other day and I think it was over the past couple of days and ask who the big guy is? Didn't they ask? I, it was uh, Senator Gates, I believe. I think so. Yeah. 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 That needs to be asked. Representative Gates, yeah. yeah. I love I, him. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome, isn't he? He's great. I, I, I was thinking early on when this, when this all started happening, they were talking about giving 10% to the big guy. It's like, oh, well, maybe he's talking about contributing to the church or something. It's like somehow the I don't church. think that... 
Well, I hope he's in a church. He yeah. needs one. Yeah. You know? He does. He definitely he needs one. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My church is open arms. You know, come on down, Hunter. Don't bring your crack pipe, but come on down. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. No crack pipe. That's yeah. what he'll have to leave behind. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, another thing I've I've seen on on the news, and this is just so ridiculous. They were talking about all of these, uh, like Pelosi and Schiff, and I can't remember who else. There were several of them that they have they have tested positive for COVID. And it's like, but they're asymptomatic or they have mild symptoms. Like, how is that news? Why do we care? Yeah. And if you have, if you have asymptomatic, then why would you be tested? Right? I, really? How would you get tested? Really? Fear. Yeah. Fear. It's out of pure fear. Well, wasn't yeah. there a story like Jen Psaki got COVID and they were like, oh my gosh, breaking news. Jen Psaki has COVID. I'm like, first of all, no one really cares, and she's she's not in like the group that you claim is dying from COVID. So why is this news? Right. And it's all you know. The news has gotten to this point where anything salacious or anything that they can say, you know, breaking news, health emergency right. in the White House, you know, people right. will click it. And the business model of these fake news operations is just that: getting fear and division. And that's why I was up in Santa Fe yesterday. And like half the people I saw were wearing masks still. Oh, yeah. And they were, I saw one guy who well, was Well, you know, Santa Fe's always outside. been insane, and now it's just really it's point. Just it's just really showing. Yeah, and even here in Albuquerque, I was like shopping at the mall yesterday, and oh my gosh, people are still wearing these masks. I saw someone with two of those KN95 masks. Not, two of them? Yeah, not just one, <laughs> and then a cloth one, but two <laughs> KN95 masks. I'm like, you think that you're in like Wuhan, China right now or something where the smog is bad or yeah. something. Well, you know, I've said before that it would so be terrible. far more effective <laughs> if you just took a plastic bag, put it over your head, and put a rubber band around your neck. That there would be far more effective. And way cheaper, too. Yeah. yeah. Those masks are going for, what, five bucks each and, or something? And in no time flat, you'd never need another mask. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just <laughs> breathe the air that we all breathe, right? <laughs> That's dangerous, too. But you're right. Like, the, the Pelosi thing. It's like, okay, the woman has survived for this long. She's held on to power for, what, 35 years? Right. And you think COVID is going to get her? Mm. How is this news? No, no. It's insane. No. And it's like mild symptoms. Since when, when are we concerned about anybody with mild symptoms? And since when does it make the news? It's like yeah. I, can, I can think of numerous times over the past couple of years I've had mild symptoms. I just pushed through and kept on doing what I'm doing. Weren't they used to be called the sniffles? Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. they were called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I've had a little of the sniffles lately because of all the wind and the pollen in the air. Right. It's like, but it's mild symptoms I don't symptoms run out and now, take though. a test. It sounds oh, more yeah. symptoms. Yeah. yeah you, you better know, go and go to the doctor or get some injection right. or something yeah because you know they're medical terms oh yeah yeah exactly god forbid you use what my mom did you know chicken soup and vicks and right uh, you know. oh yeah the, the, we use mentholatum mentholatum <laughs> yeah, all right yeah the chicken, Isn't chicken soup. soup wonderful oh, it, it's it. scientifically proven to help a cold reduce i know isn't that weird i just think it's, it's something awesome. with the chicken broth isn't yeah it? it's in the broth it had yeah. you know it releases you know all kinds of enzymes and proteins and different things in it that just helps with yeah. being sick well now they're like oh you better get the fifth booster shot or whatever i don't know what are they on number five now i believe they number are number three or four i don't know well they there's Absolute different insanity. shots now that you know it's either one or three shots yeah. for your initial shot then your two or three boosters after that oh yeah it's like well yesterday I, on the governor's facebook page she posted a picture of her at a brewery inside and she was wearing a mask so that might be an indicator that 
God forbid she's going to put back that mask mandate right ahead of the 2022 midterms. You know, you're and, absolutely right yeah. with that. There's other pictures, what, just a few days oh, before I that where she's not wearing it. There you and go. There's a little Science? Yeah. I disagree with you, John. I don't think that mandate's going to come out before the midterms because yeah. it's all political. It's going to come out right after the midterms. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. Because right now she wants to make people leave. Oh, I care about you. And I, <laughs> but see, and that's like, if they win. You know, we've all, yeah. we've all done if this they together. Win, that'll happen. If yeah. we make this a red wave and we take every single seat, I think we from, will. That won't happen. We'll be able to have the right. power to be able to stop all of that. Right. Yeah. And it starts at our legislature. It does. Absolutely. People, people don't put enough looking at the legislature, you know, because it's not accessible to the people. And so I think we need to go in all these districts, every single one of these hardcore Republican districts, we need to win that seat with a conservative Republican. And then in these moderate districts, we need to run someone who's just a common sense individual who cares about the Constitution. Because I think people really care about that on both sides of the aisle. And that's so important. Absolutely. So, right now, the yeah. biggest thing in Albuquerque is crime. There you go. I mean, yeah. there's not one person that you can talk to in town that that doesn't say that their main issue is crime. They're afraid of going from their office to their car, going in the mall and having their car stolen, yeah. which I think it's like, we're up to six this week at Coronado Mall that cars have been stolen. Just Terrible. from going in. And then I don't know how many, I'll look up the stats, but I don't know how many cars have been vandalized at public oh, spaces. Yeah. No one wants to go out because of the crime. No. No. Hey so, guys, it's, uh, we're gonna take a short break and then we'll, we'll be right back, okay? All right, Sounds thank hard. you. Uh-huh. Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest, New Mexico, believes all positive things derive from freedom, liberty, and choice. Ribs is the conduit for heroes just like you. Go to ribsbbq.com and find carnivore contraband to support the fight against the crony global elitist. Ribsbbq.com. Looking for hard-to-find used car or truck parts? Looking for honest general mechanics work at affordable prices? Call my friend Joe at Southwest Auto Recyclers. Serving New Mexico for 30 years, veteran-owned and operated at 4025 Broadway Boulevard, Southeast in Albuquerque. Call 505-877-3331. 505-877-3331. Agave Builders is a family and veteran-owned, licensed and insured GB98 construction company. I'm Michael Eustace, along with partner Ron Lucero. We specialize in helping disabled veterans obtain grants through the VA and nonprofit companies to remodel their homes. We can also handle all of your building needs, from small jobs to commercial buildings. We are also a premier American walk-in tub dealer. Call us at 505-385-6680. Also find us at agavebuildersnn.com and follow us on Facebook. everybody. Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Albuquerque's Conservative Talk, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. And if you want to send me 
questions, suggestions. We're going to be going live pretty soon. I keep saying that. Trust me, we really are. Until then, you can email me at Becca Marie NM, B E C C A M A R I N M at gmail.com with questions and comments, and I will respond to them on the next show. Hey, I wanted to mention something kind of funny. I was at a Republican, it was, I think they were calling it like a governor bash last night, and I went there and it was packed. I mean, totally packed, packed, packed at this place called Revel. I don't know if you guys have been there or not. But anyway, it was totally packed, and we had all the governor candidates there. We had lieutenant governor candidates there, and we had uh, my good friend Audrey Trujillo, which is running for secretary of state, and there were a few other people there uh, running for other offices as well. And I heard this uh, funny comment. uh, Aunt Thornton's wife, Glenna, came up to me, and she was telling me, she said, Oh, Becca, I have a really funny story for you. You're going to love this. And so our aunt aunt and Glenna live in the East Mountains like I do. And the post office that I go to all the time is just down the road. It's the Sandia Park Post Office. And there is a lady that works there. I'm going to give you guys a shout out, people at the Sandia Park Post Office, and especially my friend Karen. Apparently... um, Aunt went in there, and the guy was taking care of him at the front counter and said, oh, are you Aunt Thornton? And he said, yeah. And he said, oh, my God, we know who you are. He said, we're, we're all big fans of uh, Becca Marie. We listened to her show here in the back when we're working on Saturdays, and we heard the show that you were on, and that's how we know who you are. And it's like they were all excited. That's so. awesome. That was a good show. I finally got to listen to that. It was a really yeah. good show. Aunt was a wonder, and especially and Glenna was a great guest she too. She was. Uh, she stole the show. I got to say, <laughs> Glenna, <laughs> great job. I yeah. love their story of meeting. That was just. It was yeah. so heartfelt. It was. It was wasn't great. it a great it story? If for, for story any, of love. Yes. For any of you guys that have not heard that, you need to listen to that one. That was my. I think that was my third. I think that might have been my third show here at KDAZ. Anyway, look for it. You'll find it on my website, freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com under the radio replays. And it's it's really, really great. So that's definitely a really good one. So I suggest you listen to it. So over the break, we were talking about crime. And so we had a few points we're going to make out about that. And, you know, one thing I have not mentioned on my show so far, and we're going to mention it briefly. It's, it's maybe worth a little bit of mention just for the... Uh, just for the example it sets, is the thing with the, what was that, what was that award show that that happened? What was it called? The Academy Awards. Was it the Academy, Academy Awards? Awards? Yep. Was it with the, the Will Smith thing? Yeah, Will yeah. Smith, where he gets, uh, Chris Rock is making a comment, and, and this, is, this is funny. He's making this comment about Jada, Will Smith's wife, and she's sitting there next to him in the, close to the, I think they are actually in the front row there at the award ceremony. And he makes a joke about basically her bald head and says, hey, I can't wait to see G.I. Jane too." And for those of you that don't know what that reference is to, those of you that are younger than I am, um, it has to do with a movie called G.I. Jane in which Demi Moore was in it. It was Demi Moore, yeah. yeah. And she, she was in the military and the the guys were not accepting her as as one of the group and so what she does to make a point is she shaves her head bald and and goes in there okay i'm just i'm gonna be just like the rest of you guys anyway so that's where that reference came from so anyway so at first 
because uh, I watched the video of it. I watched when Chris Rock made the comment, and and Will's laughing because, you know, okay, so what? And then suddenly Jada has this sour look on her face, and she looks at Will, and it's like, Will, you know, it's like, do oh, something. i got to get up and do <laughs> yeah. something. So he gets up yeah. there, and he literally slaps Chris Rock right there on the stage. And it sounded real to me. I mean, I heard the hit, and, and it certainly looked like he winched when he got hit. So, and I heard somebody make this comment the other day, which I think is just so fitting. It's like, oh, well, you can sleep with my wife, but you just can't insult her bald head. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> right? I mean, it is, yeah. Right. And somebody said something about, oh, well, he was protecting her honor. Her honor? She doesn't have any honor. No, this leads into no. the cancel culture thing you're talking about. Yeah, it where does. she got offended at something that was meant to be a joke, and her husband even laughed at it. Yeah, and then he saw her face and was like, oh, my god!" Then everything changed because okay. of the thing that happened before where, you know, yeah. she had, what did she call she them, had... encounters with somebody else? Yeah. I, I call that cheating. Essentially, but... she, yeah, she cheated on Will Smith mm -hmm. for, I think, years, right? Yeah. And then she, she claimed that she was different now, and I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. But God forbid if someone makes a joke about G.I. Jane and his wife, then he's going to go over there and assault yep. them yep. on the stage. At, I believe it's probably the leading ceremony for like Hollywood bigwigs or yeah. whatever these days, they right? They were all there. They were all there watching. And I saw Nicole Kidman was like, oh, my God, the world's ending. And I have to say the reaction <laughs> on everybody's faces were priceless. Though. It was I funny. have to say that. That was. Yeah. I think th the reactions that everybody was so being appalled was funnier than the joke. Yeah. But I, I think mean, it's, it's kind of like the culture that they have given to Hollywood. What they're producing these days is trash, in my humble opinion. Yeah. You know, whatever is coming out of Hollywood, just throw it directly in the garbage can. Look at what Disney's doing to kids. Oh, man. And look at all this crap that's coming up, you know, from all these places. This is really just pent up of what's happening over the decades of a canceled culture and someone just crying out like, ah, you know, like what a horrible place to be in. Oh, yeah. Hollywood is just producing bile. And I think... Will Smith's trashy appearance at that award show just proves exactly what we have been saying for years. You know, Hollywood's been going downhill. And oh, yeah. their morals have been slipping lower and lower. And they're just pushing their envelope to push their agenda. But us regular consumers, we're the ones that are supposed to be watching these movies. I'm not going to the movie theater these days, you know? I haven't been to a movie like three years. Yeah. You know, the problem is is all the movies, even the, the television series, which I have to overlook these things sometimes because some of these are shows that I like to watch, yeah. where they, they will inject this this wokeism in. And, like, I remember, I remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, there was a series I watched on CW. I watch a lot of the shows on CW. And I was watching the series Arrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, in the series Arrow, I mean... Here he's got a bow, and he's got these arrows that are all, you know, they could be exploding, they could be something that... Lasers, yeah, wind I mean, producers, yeah, and a net. Yeah, right, all, kinds, I, of all kinds of stuff. And, and, and then his crew that's with him, one of them, which actually uses a couple of guns, and they, they have this stuff, and they deal with these, with these evil people through violence, and yet... They had a show one time in which he was talking about gun control if he became mayor of the city. And I'm thinking, what? Isn't that kind of hypocritical? Not to mention, out of character, okay? It, this is somebody that dresses up in a green suit, goes out at night as a vigilante, and, you know, 
would technically be breaking the law because he's out there dealing with it on his own. But yet us as as citizens are not allowed to protect ourselves. And I, and I see this often, I see this often from people on the left too, where, oh no, those guns, those guns are evil. And they'll say things like that, but yet they're okay with other types of weapons. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if you shoot somebody in the heart with an arrow, they're gonna be just as dead as if you were to shoot them with a gun and a mm -hmm. bullet goes through their heart. An arrow through the heart, bullet through the heart. Same thing. Same result. Yeah. Yep. Same result, you're gonna be dead. So, but yet they somehow, they think guns are the only thing that is evil, but everything else is okay. Which, that's an example of what I talked about when I opened the show. I was talking about where this narrative is just repeated over and over and over again. Guns are evil, guns are bad. And, and people, they hear it so much that they start to believe that. And it's like- Oh yeah. They, they yeah. could do it with other things, and they, they picked the gun yeah. is what it is. They could pick sugar. They could. They could pick sodas. They could pick things that are well, really— Well, they have gone after sodas. They, yeah, they've gone <laughs> well, after everything. Not to this know. extent, but, I mean, like cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they could really go after that. Alcohol, you know, not necessarily going total abolishment, but getting a better grip on it. Yeah, and that's you what know? we were talking about earlier with the media. Yep. Yeah, they're just the pushing propaganda. It. They have to find a target— and that's that's really if you've read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Find the target, right. freeze it. And that's what you have to put a face on everything. Yeah. You know, so if something's bad, you gotta say, well, it's bad. Like what they do with Trump. You know, oh, we don't like your talk about immigration. Bad, Trump, evil, orange man, bad, you know, and they just repeated that day and day after. And that's what they are doing with guns. You know, yeah. they're going up to the NRA repeatedly. And it's sad. It's kind of funny because the NRA actually supports some gun control laws. They support bump, common sense yeah, gun control. Right. That's what they call it. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm like any control of my Second Amendment right is against my constitutional rights. I totally and I'm gonna, agree. You know, I, I say that all I the time. I lost all my guns in a boating accident, by the way. Right. You know, right? Mine too. Mine <laughs> sank right to the bottom of the ocean. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So they come. It's they'll be bad. very disappointed, won't they? Yeah. 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 So I, I've I've mentioned that anytime anybody mentions any kind of. Uh, gun law or permits or any of this other stuff. I, I always mention, you realize that's unconstitutional, right? You realize yeah. that's infringement. Now, I was talking to my good friend uh, Dale Perkins the other day, which he's going to be advertising on this show too. And he does concealed carry permit training, actually protection training, not just concealed carry permit. His, his, his class is very, very extensive. It, it's over a, a weekend. And it's mm -hmm. not only... <clears throat> it's not only to the required things to have a permit, which is, by the way, unconstitutional. Um, but it's, it's to train people on how to safely handle a gun. Everybody needs to know this. Now, even though I think it's unconstitutional to have any kind of restrictions on firearms whatsoever, that we should be able to take chances in life because that's what freedom is. Freedom often involves taking chances. Yeah. You know, fr freedom is sometimes a little bit dangerous. You know? It is, and you know... Having been a security officer and working with police, I do disagree a bit with that. Um, to become a police officer, security officer, anything dealing with firearms as a, as a career, you have to take a psychological evaluation test. Now, that's something I do believe that we should, because there are a few crazies out there that should not have weapons. Yeah. And they're able to ac access yeah. them through that. So I think if there's a, a simple test that, you know, somebody with those tendencies would answer those questions wrong, you could send them and have them evaluated after that if they wanted to get a firearm. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just a small thing that, that can be done to be able to restrict bad people getting guns in their well, hands. Well, the problem with that is look at the FBI. You know, they've been collecting this data for years, and they are not very effective when it comes to school shootings. They say, oh, well, we got a tip a while back, but we didn't answer anything to do with that kid that shot up this school, mm -hmm. and now a bunch of kids are dead because we were inept. And it's like, yeah, we should not trust the government to regulate and to make sure that people that they say are mentally unstable can't get guns. Right. You know, I, you know if, if there's someone with a gun that's a good guy, that's going to stop the bad guy with a gun in any circumstance. And yeah. I think that making a database of people who you believe are mentally unstable is so unconstitutional. And it yeah, really not breaks. to mention the whole slippery slope argument. Yeah. It's like, okay, so if you say that a person that is mentally unstable is not allowed, to, people that are mentally unstable are not allowed to have a gun, then what's going to start happening is you're going to have these... People being know, labeled. Being, yeah. Well, people are being accused. It's like, there oh, this person's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think they're crazy and they're dangerous and they have guns. Well, it, that, well that's like the like ordinance that, that, that falls right into the, the whole flag. red flag thing. Yeah, yeah the red flag that, thing that they just passed at the legislature. Yeah. Right. You know, if like my, let's just say I had an ex who didn't like me very much and they technically fall into that realm of they were a person who's in my family who can actually put that complaint forward. Right. Then they, all they have to do if they don't like me is that, like, let's just say a sibling of mine who hates my guts right who's related to me well right. I, I know this guy i don't like him very much so i think he's unstable you should take his guns away that's all it takes for the red flag right. law to go in place right. and so let's just say guilty they, until proven innocent Yeah. let's just say i am crazy let's just say they take away all my guns is that going to stop me from getting a gun illegally on the market no the there's, black market? there's plenty of proof of that no so why yeah. would we need more regulations on our second amendment why don't we let it work its way out and if more people are armed there's a, a fewer chance of people actually dying of this quote-unquote gun violence because everyone will have to go into a church and say, well, let's not shoot up this one because we probably know that these folks are going to be armed. Or in a school, you know, there's going to be security. Right. There's going to be even a teacher who's carrying a firearm to protect the children. And so I'm not going to go shoot up this school today. You know, I think that's a, a way better way to do it. And it doesn't include any government red tape. Because the government's incompetent, and I'm not going to trust them to regulate my That's Second true. Amendment. Well, in the government, we've seen the government, yeah. we, it's been on full display over the past couple of years. The government lies to us about everything. They do. Everything. They lie constantly. And everything that they do is all about a political motive. Look at the COVID, you know, what, two years, right? It's been two years, and yeah. they're still changing their science. Can you believe that? It's been over two years. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. yeah they keep if, pushing the line forward. For, I go. love Put, putting that statement out there <laughs> right. just so you know because yeah. it, it invokes everything that should be said it does so I, I still do stand by that and i believe we should talk about it some other time but yeah to, to, sure. yeah to, to get the full depth of what i mean but yeah uh just to put it shortly it shouldn't be in the government's hand i believe that type of stuff should be in private industry's hands um yeah it's better regulated you know but everything you said is correct because it, you have a bad guy at the mall and you have 10 good guys with a gun, who's going to win there? You there you know? go. And that leads me to my next thing is crime and taking the law into our own hands. Sure. Yeah. Be, having that right to protect yourself and protect the community. You know, there's a lot of people that are taking the law into their own hands. I can attest to some people in my own neighborhood because we're beginning robbed and we call the police and no one shows up. We could tell them that we have the guy there at gunpoint. <laughs> and it takes them an hour to show up. Oh, horrible. That's how, how bad that our, our, our law enforcement's been broken down, at least here in, in our city. But how do you guys feel about that? I mean, being, you know, 
you, you catching somebody red-handed and having the ability to detain them and do something about it. Well, and yeah. then once citizens arrest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then once they do catch them, and if the cops do show up and take them to jail, then some some liberal judge left, is going to let, them, gonna let them go. Yeah. yeah. And that's and, why our DA is so important. And that's why we need to focus on this race. I don't know if we have yes. anyone in Bernalillo County, but we need someone who's going to be strong on those charges and actually charge these people. Because we saw in Santa Fe County with that uh, monument that they toppled, yes. they let them all go with restorative justice or whatever. CRT. Well, the thing, you know, the thing yeah. that I don't understand about that whole situation, I saw the video. Yeah. And it's like, so they're, they're there and they're vandalizing public property. And yeah. they were there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Hours. No police showed up. It's like, why didn't the police show up and say, okay, you're all under arrest and we're going to sort this out later? Yeah. That's, that's the way it should be handled. And okay. that's horrifying because let's, if they're going to ignore that, your call about some guy shooting up a, a neighborhood and the police never respond, how are we supposed to live in this society in a safe environment for our kids? That's right. Right? Like, and that it also ties into education. You know, if a kid grows up with this, yeah, it's going to harden this kid and, you know, they're going to expect this on a day-to-day -day basis. A kid in Albuquerque who was born in maybe a rough neighborhood should never have to live in that kind of environment, period. The, the police should be everywhere. That's and true. And I think we need to hire more officers. But the thing is, we put a target on their back with this whole taking away their uh, qualified immunity rights. Yeah. So we just got to make sure that they get those back. We need to put way more funding in our police and we need to arm them with whatever it takes to get these thugs off the street, period. 100% right. Yeah. You know, just to plug ourselves a little bit right. here, that, that's why I'm running for county commissioner. Good. Well, and go, they, go ahead. They, go ahead and plug what, you, what they, you're running. What are you running for, Michael? I'm running for District 5 county commissioner here in Albuquerque. It's the east side of town. But it's the reason why I'm running is because I have small children, and this isn't just happening in hard neighborhoods. It just happened up in a prominent neighborhood in northeast Albuquerque twice. Shootings robberies, carjackings, all on, on what's the better side of town, quote unquote. We need to take back the resources that they took away from our law enforcement. We need to give them back their qualified immunity and give them more because we don't have just a moderate issue here. And it's not just Albuquerque, it's in Cruces, it's in Albuquerque, it's in Santa Fe. The major cities down in Alamogordo, I know I have friends there, they're saying that they're just, they're fed up. They don't yeah. even want to go to the, the, the Walmart there anymore because <laughs> yeah. somebody's begging for money or threatening them, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's time to give back to our law enforcement and then some. They need more support than they're even being proposed to give in. You know, they were defunded. A lot of people don't know. A, money was taken off of the top of APD for behavioral health programs, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Well, they're given millions of dollars and now they're requesting more where are these people? Where's the office? Where's the two people that are technically hired working this place answering phones? Where's the rest of the staff for this to be actually be, be making a difference? Yeah, and I think it also, like what you're running for, it's so important because you are the ones that oversee all the money that's coming in to the county yep. through our property taxes, right? And so you can see where those, those monies get appropriated and you can make sure that you're making the right decisions and make sure that your sheriffs have the ability to fight these battles on the street in good or bad neighborhoods and stop these criminals from going out and trying to do it again. And it also is a preventative thing. We need to make sure that we prevent this by making examples 
of these thugs that do horrendous things, and we need to put them and lock them up, and I don't care what it is that we got to do to them, but we need to make sure that justice is served for these families and these victims. And the DA's office needs to be completely revamped, and I, I don't know what the district is here, but I know it's Raul Torres now. Raul Torres, yes. And he's one of the most far-left extremist Soros-funded radicals around, <laughs> and he's running for attorney general. That's horrifying, too. It is. So mm. I don't know who his replacement will be, but I, I can probably assure you it's going to be a little worse than what we got right now. Right. So we need to make sure that we get that office back and that we have good prosecutors out there who are working hard to charge these thugs and get justice for these families. It's just something that we have a duty as a society to do, period. Yeah. You know, it, you're absolutely right. And on the same level, we need new legislators to put new laws on the book and amend the laws that they have been just tearing apart. They, they were actually good laws. You're right. And that, that's actually why I'm running for the State House of Representatives and District 51 in Alamogordo. And that's why I'm running, because we need fighters who are going to fight these tough battles for our state and make sure that crime is not going to be an issue in the state. And I tell everyone when I'm running, I'm not just running for my district, even though I, my district is my district and I love it and I will vote the way my district tells me. But I'm fighting for every single one of you in the state of New Mexico because you need someone who's going to be your advocate, who's going to answer that phone call when you call, who's going to respond to your email, and who is going to fight like heck against these radical extremists who have taken over our state. And I'm running right now against an incumbent Republican who voted for Michelle Lujan Grisham's $8.5 billion budget that includes these kind of programs that make it easier for criminals to hurt our communities, that funds the Green New Deal, that uh, for, uh, forces us to pay $75 million a year for quote-unquote free college that us taxpayers have to pay. Nothing's and free. Nothing's no. free. And so, you know, I've had it. You know, I'm, one, I'm just a regular Joe. I'm from New Mexico. I'm a native New Mexican. I love this state with all my heart. And I'm running because I'm sick and tired of the same old swamp creatures going up to Santa Fe, doing literally nothing to fight for us, and then come on down and try to pretend like they have an accomplishment. You know, doing nothing for four years, as my opponent has done, does not help the people of Alamogordo. It doesn't help the people of Albuquerque. It doesn't help anyone in our state. If you go up there, you do nothing, and then you expect us to give you a re-election easy on a silver platter. And that's why my campaign, we are funded mostly by small-dollar donors. 50% of my donations are $30 or less. So, you know, regular Joes from all across the state have been contributing to the campaign, and we are really trying to fight for the regular New Mexican. So please join my, my campaign, johnblock.com, is where you can find me and learn about more, me and all the great things that we've done together in our state. And please vote for Michael Eustis, who's going to be your great county commissioner pretty soon, and I'm just so excited to see the good things he's going to do. Likewise, and thank you. If you can visit me at Facebook or uh, eustis4nm.com. Perfect. Looking you know, good. and I could say... From knowing both of you guys, that you guys are both very genuine, and you've been in the fight long before now, and this is just an extension of what you've already been doing. And, and, and you know, I, we need more people like you in office, and we have a lot of people like that running. I saw, uh, we are making a difference. For those people that are out there saying, oh, well, my vote doesn't count, well, oh, that's not really true. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of cheating going on. And, and that we all know that. That's true. Well, except for yeah. the, except for the Democrats. Well, either they they're so dumb that they don't realize that, or that they they just don't want anybody to realize it. And and I think yeah. often that's the case. But yeah, so there's all this cheating, and it's just all covered up. You know, I have to say this: if as Republicans we all get out and vote, 
we will just overload their system mm -hmm. and overload their cheating and we would win. Yeah. You need to get it out of your head that your, your vote doesn't count. Your one vote absolutely 100% counts and will count towards getting a red wave elected in the yeah. state. I saw just the other day there was, uh, I think it was a school board in which they, the, the community was just so sick of the leftist policies, they managed to get th all three of the school board seats that they were voting on. Uh, flipped and had conservatives put in their place. Yeah. That's right. But we have to just flood the polls. Yes. As Marjorie Taylor Greene says, flood the polls. And Trump says, flood the polls. Yeah. Because that's the only way we're going to win. And you look at these hard-fought seats. Look at uh, Representative Stephanie Lord's seat mm -hmm. up in Cedar Crest and your area, right? Yeah, I think right. she's your rep. Yeah, she is. And so she won by a handful of votes. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at that margin, it was like 100 votes that she won by. A radical commie Democrat who outspent her 3 to 1. She is the reason that we have conservatives fighting in the legislature right now because she fought and people flooded those polls oh, yeah. in 2020. So if people say your vote doesn't matter, they're liars and they are actually trying to suppress your vote. So you better go and get five friends with you to go to the polls on uh, November 8th and in, on June 7th. And go on primary. election day. Yeah. And, you know, if there's a primary in your area... Find your candidate who's more America first and vote for them instead of support whoever. them as well. Grab their sign yeah. and stand out of those polls 100 feet away. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do your part, you know, because people like to complain on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But And make sure to bring your own bottle of water because they're not going to be giving you water while you're in the line. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right. That is technically illegal yeah. for us candidates. Yeah. But if you're, if you're sick and tired of it, then find your candidate and go and help them. Knock on doors for them That's and right. do what you got to do. Yeah. And wow. we all need donations, just yeah, we so do. you know. Yeah. Yes, it does. Go to Michael it. Eustace's website. I forget what it is again. And John Blocks. That is Eustace4NM.com, E-U-S-T-I-C-E. Great. And JohnBlock.com for me. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> we're coming up on the top of the hour break, and I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing in the next hour. I did a little research, and we were talking, you know, everybody's talking about what's going on in the Ukraine and how how uh, Vladimir Putin is such a tyrant and how all these awful things are being done to people. And, and uh, we've even got Joe Biden talking about this stuff. So I've got an interesting story to tell you in the next hour of exactly how bad it can be in, in, like a, in which a country has no justice and people are, uh, have no rights. And... I think you're going to be shocked to hear what it is that I'm talking about. So we will be right back after these uh, commercials from my awesome sponsors and a little bit of music. We passed up on the Spoke of wasn't when, although I wasn't there. He said I was his friend, which gave us some surprise. I spoke into his eyes, I thought you died alone, a long, long time ago. Your face 
and made my way back home.